0: Hey JJ here with the Art of Value. This is part two of talking about summarizing into Howard Marks memo by uh bull market rhymes. I put the first uh, few seconds of this on Twitter so click the links to go to the full versions and where we left off was uh right in the middle of the bull market of 2020 with he was talking about the IPOs going crazy and uh SPACs starting to to go to take off so he talks he says but the lack of skepticism surrounding the relatively untested innovation fueled by bull market psychology allowed many SPACs to be created by competent and incompetent organizers alike and who would be highly paid for pulling off an acquisition, any acquisition. Today, the average SPAC that, that de-SPACed since 2020 by, by completing an acquisition in each case, with the approval of its investors, is selling for five only five twenty five versus versus the issue price of ten dollars. This is a good example of a new thing that turned out to be less dependable than investors than investors who fell once again for the for for a can't lose silver bullet had thought specs defenders uh, defend, had thought specs defenders argue that. These vehicles are just an alternative way to take companies public, but the potential usefulness isn't my concern. I'm focused on how readily investors embrace an untested innovation in hot times. Another dynamic involving novel factors deserves mention since it exemplifies the way the new thing can contribute to bull markets. I'll put a link to this memo, by the way, in the show notes so you, you can read the full thing if you want. This is a, just a summary. It's like 13 pages long. So, the new think in Contributable Markets. Robin Hood, uh, our old friend Robin Hood, markets, Robin Hood Markets began offering commission-free trading in stocks, ETFs, and cryptocurrencies in the years before the pandemic. Uh, people started to play the, the stock market as casino and sports events were closed for betting. Generous stimulus checks were sent to millions who hadn't hadn't lost their jobs, meaning many people saw their disposable income rise during that time. Bulletin boards like Reddit turned investing into social activity for people shut at home. As a result, large numbers of novice retail investors were recruited online, many of whom lacked the experience needed to know what constitutes investment merit. Newcomers were stirred by a popular cult figure who said stocks only go up. Okay, uh, I don't know if any one person said that. It just turned into a meme, didn't it? But was it on Reddit? I don't know who actually invented that. As a result, many tech, or maybe it was basketball uh, sports, perhaps. As a result, many tech and meme stocks soared. The final element worth discussing is cryptocurrency proponents of bitcoin for example cite its variety of uses as well as the limited supply skeptics on the other hand point to bitcoin's lack of cash flow and intrinsic value and thus the impossibility of assigning a fair value regardless of which side you will turn out to be right bitcoin satisfies some of the characteristics of a bull market of a bull market beneficiary It's relatively new, although it's been around for about 14 years. It's been on only on most people's consciousness for the only five. It enjoyed a dramatic price spike rising from $5,000 to $68,000 in 2021. Of course, it's back to around 30 at the moment. Uh, So yeah, it's had a big big drop along with the rest of the uh, innovation stocks. And it's certainly something that uh, prior prior generations do not have the insight to appreciate that was part of the factor if you're old you can't you don't understand it in all these regards it's perfectly satisfies Galbraith's description of something hailed by a new often youthful, and always supremely self-confident generation as a brilliantly innovative discovery in the financial world. Bitcoin is off is off a little more than half from its twenty twenty one high he says but Others among the thousands of cryptocurrencies that have been created have declined much more. We're thinking of uh, Luna here. <laughs> uh, some have gone to zero. The striking performance of the FANGs, tech stocks generally, SPACs, meme stocks, and cryptocurrencies in 2020 reinforced the craze for them and added to the investors' general optimism. It's hard to imagine a full throated bull market arising in the absence of something that's never been seen or heard before the new new thing and the belief that this time is different are shining examples of recurring bull market themes so the new new thing is actually the a book that's uh, sitting on my bookshelf um it w- was was coined for the for the dot com boom the new new thing which uh, I was talked about. The rise of uh, Netscape and and then the stocks, then the uh, dot-com stocks. uh, Was it written by the same guy as the Big Short? What's his name? Can't remember his name right now, but I think it was. The race to the bottom. Another bull market theme that rhymes from cycle to cycle is the the deleterious impact of bull market trends on the quality of on the quality of investors decision making. In short, when burning optimism takes over from level headedness, asset prices rise, greed grows greed grows greed grows relative to fear. Fear fear of missing out replaces fear of losing money, risk aversion and caution evaporate. So fear of missing out, FOMO was a huge thing in twenty twenty for sure. Yolo and FOMO. You only live once. FOMO, YOLOing into meme stocks, etc. So since since I'm he says since I'm relying on on time worn investment adages, it's appropriate at the point to at this point to invoke the one I consider the great, the greatest regarding investor behavior over cycles. What the wise man does in the beginning, the fool does in the end. People who buy at stage one of the bull market in those three stages when prices are low because of prevailing pessimism, such as during the global financial crisis and in the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020, so in the depths of that March decline, have the potential to earn high prospective returns with little risk. The main prerequisites are money to spend and the nerve to spend it. So we're getting into value investing territory here when uh, maximum fear is around. Uh, instead of uh, when momentum has gone sky high, but when bull markets heat up and good returns encourage investors' optimism, the traits that are rewarded are eagerness, credulousness, and risk-taking. In, three, in the three stages of the bull market, new entrants buy aggressively, keeping it aloft for a while. Caution, caution, selectivity, and discipline go out the window just. When they when when they're needed the most, uh, particularly noteworthy is the fact that investors who are in a good mood are being rewarded for risk tolerance. Typically, ceases to practice discernment, ceases to practice discernment regarding investment opportunities. Not only do investors consider it a certainty that more examples of the new thing will succeed, but eventually they conclude that everything in that sector will do well, so differentiating is unnecessary. So, uh, you know, that reminds me of the EV sector where everything, a lot of companies went public, everything went sky high on the tail of of Tesla's kind of success. And that's still going on. If you think of Rivian, I think, just personally, I think Rivian was one of the biggest bubble stocks in history that I can ever think of. It was way over $100 billion, and they hadn't really produced uh, production car yet. I mean, it's unbelievable, unbelievable. And that's when uh, Tesla was over a trillion dollars. I think around it was around November. It was November 2021, which lasted longer than most innovation stocks. Which the peak was Feb, early February 20, 2021. So he says because of all the above, the term bull market psychology isn't a positive. It connotes carefree behavior and a high risk, high and a high level of risk tolerance. And investors should find it worrisome, not encouraging. As Warren Buffett said, so he's a student of Warren Buffett too. Well, he's not that much. Well, I suppose he's quite like younger because Buffett's in his 90s now. As Warren Buffett puts it, the less prudence with which in others conduct their affairs, the greater the prudence uh, with which we should conduct our own affairs. The investors... Investors have to know when the bull market psychology is in ascendance and apply the required caution. So that's the opposite when bull markets get going; it's less caution. Everything goes up, stocks only, stocks only go up, etc. So then the next section is the pendulum swings. Bull markets don't arise out of thin air. the The winner winners in each bull market are winners for the simple reason that they that a grain of truth underlies their gains. However, the bullishness I've described above tends to exaggerate the merits and pushes security prices to levels that are excessive and thus vulnerable, and the upward swing doesn't last forever. What happens? Then what happens? Bull markets don't treat all sectors the same, and bull markets, as I discussed earlier, optimism coalesces most powerfully around Certain groups of securities, such as the new thing or super stocks, so we're talking about the fangs there. These, the the fang stocks, these these rise the most, become emblematic of the of the bull in this period, and attract further buying. The media pays these stocks the most attention, extending the process in twenty 2020 twenty to twenty one. The fang, the fang, F A A M G S, not fang, fang. He's talking about Microsoft, so Facebook. Apple, Amazon, Microsoft and Google and other tech stocks were the best examples of this phenomenon. It goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway, that investors holding these large amounts of these things that lead in each bull market do very well. And the fund managers who are smart enough and lucky enough to, uh, to be dedicated exclusively to those things report the highest returns while optimism prevails and show And show up on the front page of newspapers on cable TV shows. Yep, the finance media was full, was interviewing these, you know, these high flying managers and stocks, people associated with these stocks all through 2020. In the past, I've said other businesses, other, I've said our businesses full of people who got famous for being right once in a row. That can go double for fund managers who are smart or lucky enough to be overweight these sectors that lead in a bull market. So we, you know, he's not saying it, but what immediately comes to mind is Kathy Wood and Ark there, right? And also Tiger, Tiger Globals had a big hit, similar big hits. However, the stocks rise the most in the year, in the the stocks that rise the most in the up years often experience the greatest declines in down years, which is happening this year. Stocks, funds, some down. So here gives an example. One tech fund rose 157% in 2020, moving from obscurity to fame, is this arc? I think it might be. But it lost 23% in, 20, in, 23% in, 2000, in 2021 and is down another 50%. And it's down over 70% at the moment. Uh, $100 invested in, in 2019 was worth 257 a year later, but that's down to 85 today. He talks about another fund, and he talks about another fund. A third fund was up starting 291% in year one, but it fell 21%, 60%, and 61% in the three years following. 100% invested in the beginning of this four-year period was worth $43. Of course, he's not talking about this. He's, it sounds like this later period, but he said... Of course, it's the four years there are no results at sight. It's from 1999 to 2002 when the last tech bubble inflated and collapsed. I I include them only as a reminder that the current performance pattern is a recurrence. So it's similar to the dot com bubble he's saying. Earlier, I mentioned Robert Hood, the originator of commission free trading, it epitomized the role of digital in 2021. Uh, Bull market. Robinhood went public in, in July 2021 at 38 dollars, and over the next week, it went shot up to 85 dollars. Today, it's 10 dollars, an 88 percent drop from the high in less than a year. Okay, so let's let's jump a bit. He talks he talks about this bubble and he's talking about. There are, uh, here are the declines from the top, with some well-known tech, digital innovation stocks that I that I picked at random. Not doesn't particularly random, but I guess so. Maybe they are a few. There are a few here that, when they were at their peak, you would have kicked yourself for not having bought. So, PayPal down 57, Beyond Meat down 63, Coinbase 74, Salesforce 37, Carvana 86, DocuSign 50, Moderna 46, Netflix 69, Shopify. Uh, Spotify 54, I own Spotify, I think it's good value right now, but that's just my opinion and just not, not advice at all. Uh, Uber down 44, Zoom down 51, the average down 59%, he says So the lessons coming to the end here, so he summarized it. As always, for students of investing, what matters most isn't what events transpired in a given period of time, but what we can learn from these events, and there's a lot to be learned from the trends of 2020 21 uh, that rhymed with those of previous cycles and bull markets. Okay, here we go. Optimism builds around the things that are doing spectacularly well. It sure did. 2020 optimism built. It was building before that with things like Tesla. Tesla's not down as much as the other ones, of course, or still, but around the doing spectacularly well. The impact is strongest when the upswing arises from a particularly depressed base in terms of psychology and process so depressed base of the pandemic we could say with that parabolic rise after that bull market psychology is accompanied by a lack of worry and a high level of risk tolerance and thus highly aggressive behavior risk bearing is rewarded and the need for thorough diligence is ignored high return high returns reinforce belief in the new the unlikely and the optimistic when the crowd becomes convinced of the things of the things merit they tend to conclude there's no price too high and that did happen it absolutely did happen in 2020 when people said to me on online all the time that multiples the price doesn't matter the multiples don't matter or not that they don't matter it's just that 50 times sales or more was okay was fine because reasons These these influence cool uh these influences cool eventually and they are and they and prices have reached unsustainable levels. Elevated markets are vulnerable to exogenous events like Russia's invasion of Ukraine. This is the lesson to remember. The The assets that rose the most and the investors who who overweighted them often experienced painful reversals Which is what's happening some of those those innovation stocks tech stocks down 50 60 70 80 90 percent right now These are themes. I've seen play out. He says out numerous times during my career, which is over 50 years long I think Uh, none of these none of them relates exclusively to fundamental developments rather their causes are largely psychological, and the way psychology works is is unlikely to change that's why I'm sure that as long as humans are involved in the investment process, we'll see them recur time and time again and as a reminder, since the major, since the major ups and downs of that market are primarily driven by psychology, it's clear that market movements can only be, can only be pre- predicted if ever. When prices are at absurd highs or lows oh, that's an interesting point that it's more predictable when they when they're extreme to at either side because they probably will go up or down these are turns up uh okay that's it so that's uh i found that memo really good talking about the last few years and the reasons behind it and investor psychology huge i mean there are algorithms there are computers trading but Psychology still matters and it becomes the most predictable when it's at an, as an, as extreme like, uh, in 20, it was in 2020 and what happened there at the, at the lows. So we're in a bear market. Feels like a bear market even though the S&P's not, is down around 20, not even 20, but of course the NASDAQ and, uh, Russell 2000, all in bear market territory and things are really pessimistic. And a lot of those people who were you know stocks only go up and uh you know could see only could see blue sky head uh very quiet now all right thanks uh if you if you uh, found any value in this subscribe on youtube and spotify and everywhere else that has audio those are those two a video join me at the outer value on twitter and i will see you next time